Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, friends, to The Lucky Die. Previously... Balance seeks a royal audience, Rao learns that Tio eats, and Zoltana is not free to leave. After sharing their tale with Queen Rowena, she warns them that civil war is on the horizon. Stomping off to the forge, she sets to the task of helping them reach Dead Sky Mountain, and questions Zoltana about her mother. How did Pintor get access to threads? What secrets does Tio hold? And what preparations do they need to make to get to the mountain top? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome back to The Lucky Die. the guard. The guard stands by the entrance to this more formal reception room. Rowena sits down and then your guide sits down. Your guide is an old half-elf, sorry, an old half-dwarf. He smells like wood smoke from even before he enters the room. In his mouth there is an old clay pipe that seems to be smoking just a little bit. He is whippet thin, but very strong. He looks like he knows how to use the muscles he is earned, despite the fact he kind of apparently seemed to put on weight. He's very old. He's very weather-beaten. Um, 
He has a very sun-beaten face and skin. He has a little freckle outbreak across the cheeks. He has very long white hair and a short white beard. On his shoulder, there is a small little black and white bird, mostly white, bits of grey. Um, for those who know birds, it's a chickadee. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's all I really know about birds, um, and I'm done. Uh, yeah. And this is the gentleman who sits down opposite to you guys. So, you want to go up the mountain? Dead Sky Mountain. That's correct. Roll stop it, yes. Stop (laughs) shaking your head, yes, we're trying to go up there. Are you absolutely bloody sure? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And he kind of like looks down at the table. Orionis Rowena says you want to get up there as quickly as possible. That's you realise that's bloody dangerous. Figures. How dangerous are we talking? What are the dangers? Well, first of all, there's a bloody weather. It's winter. Well, nearest dam is to swearing it is anyway. Storms on Darkhammer, pretty rough. Up there on Dead Sky Mountain, the very peak of which, storms can reach wind speeds approaching hurricane level. Uh, Accompanied by or following snowfall, storms can reduce visibility dramatically. More snow in this weird winter months, the coldest nights. During these storms, I wouldn't advise travel. We don't exactly have a choice in the matter. Well, that's not going to put you off. How about avalanches? I've lost many a goat, many a dog up there. Avalanches, the swoosh. Snowfall from the top, just taking a map. No, we got to do it. <laughs> All right. Let me add the next one. There's crevasses. Snow just breaks. There's a pockets, crevasses underneath some of this snow and you just break for it. You can fall down those and break your neck in in seconds like that and take your companions with you. How about <laughs> at above a certain height, it's very difficult to breathe. And if you want to get there as quickly as possible, I've got to take you up there and you aren't going to have time to acclimatise to the cold, the lack of air, the fact you're not going to want to eat and the much higher you get, you don't eat. Your body can't metabolise the food because it's too bloody cold. You still want to go up this bloody mountain? Yeah. Well, I assume based on the fact that you're still here that you probably have some tricks up your sleeve for the things you're I, I do. I'm very experienced. I've hundreds of years. My wife has said she's never been happier than when I'm up that mountain. But hundreds of years I've been up there. I do not go to the peak of dead man. Oh, sorry, I do not go to the peak of Dead Sky Mountain easily. I've been up there at the summit once. I've reached it once in my centuries of trying. My centuries of exploring up there, not dying, losing all my dogs. Why do you once. keep bringing your dogs up there if you, they keep dying? That seems like it's on you. Well, I like companions and they tend to be super old when they decide to die on me. I mean, I had to eat one once, but so a little bit stuck. 
Needs must. Regardless of all that, we must, we must summit this mountain. A god told me to, and so I must do it. <laughs> Take a persuasion check with advantage. I rolled some con saves during his <laughs> I talking. will get your con saves oh. in a minute. Because I kept rolling them jokingly, but they kept going down. <laughs> 23. That's a natty. That was a nat 20, yeah. She says it's so deadpan that it's convincing. He, he, uh, okay. He leans on uh, forward across the table and he looks at Queen Marina and he says, Your Highness, you're paying me for this, right? And she nods. In that case, yes, I will get you to the top of that mountain in one way or another, even if it costs me my life, because a god told you to go to the top of a mountain. I will get you there one way or another. <laughs> I will make sure that my wife is taken care of. I will make sure no dogs come with us because you seem very upset by that. I will get you there. It's going to take us from the nearest camp I've got set up a rune. It will take six days from that camp, but you need to be prepared. Are you definitely sure all of you have got to come? This God included all three of you. He did not include all three of us. He just said me. So it's uh, really up to Rowl and Balance if they want to come. With oh, me. no, we're going. She looks over at Rawl. <laughs> all right. I now I need to get to see what the Rawl 20s are. <laughs> All right, Ral. Um, so when he started talking, I rolled a con save and it was a 10. Um, and then he kept talking and I rolled a con save and it was a nine. And then he described some more of the scary things in the mountain and I rolled again and it was a natural one. So it just kept going down and I eventually stopped. Yes. Um, um, but the theme that I have failed is... <laughs> pretty clear <laughs> yes um you look over at Raul um the first time anyone's really looked over in his direction Raul is passed out in the chair there is a significant <laughs> amount of blood pouring down his nose and Raul I need you to resolve a breath attack against yourself fuck I miss when this was it's <laughs> <just> comical <laughs> passing out you, you made this worse man you did this to <laughs> yourself to honestly it's sad guys we shouldn't make yeah. fun of Raul. Raul is super sick. 14, so 28. Okay. Hooray. There is a significant amount of blood pouring out of his nose. Um, I don't think your friend wants to go up the mountain. Oh, no, he's going. Sultana, can you? <laughs> she looks at you like, like rolls her eyes. She's still very drunk. And uh, does lay on hands for 10. We didn't have a long rest since last time I did lay on hands, right? No, um, I'm going to be up front with you both um, because you two didn't get a, a long rest. Mm -hmm. If you go another night without sleep, you will be taking exhaustion. Okay. Gotcha. Understood. Uh, but I'm going to be laying okay hands for had a long rest. 10. So now I'm at half my lay on hands. Yeah. Um, as half... Actually, no, wait, I never updated my lay on hands because I should have 50 completely, right? You should have 50, yeah. <laughs> you should have 50. Like, should, 10 should not be half. Um, 
Regardless, as you lay your hands upon Rao, um, you feel the magic um, flowing through your symbol. It's not as bright as it once was. Um, it's not as warm as it once was. Um, things are changing quickly for you. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you feel. Rao, you... You are, you, it takes a while for you to come to, so you can jump back in whenever you feel like you are ready to jump back in, but you are conscious, my man. Um, you see the guide looking at Raoul, looking at Zoltana and it's like, are you sure he, are you sure he can make it up the mountain? He looks terrifying for a lack of a better word. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I'm not answering. Ross never climbed a mountain. I don't know. I, should, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I'm not confident here. I, you I tell think me, we, can I climb a mountain? <laughs> I think we may need to get some supplies before we make the journey, but and some rest. Yeah, Your Highness Queen Romina. Uh. Am I going to get paid three times for three of them? And she nods. All right, then I'll take you out the mountain. This won't be a problem. I can't guarantee your safety, but I can definitely give it a go. I've got a base camp, high up as I could get a rune, six days from the summit. I can't get you any closer than that with magic. The rest of it is going to be a long, hard slog, especially the fact you guys are going to take the time to acclimatise the weather, the cold, the lack of breathing up there. I'm not going to lie. This is going to be bloody dangerous. Would short-range teleportation assist in this journey at all? To be honest, kids, no. You can teleport yourself up a sheer mountain, but then as soon as you land, you've got to dig your ice pick into the wall and get yourself clamped on without falling down. Sorry, kid. Hmm. Well, this is what Tia wants, so... I've got a list of supplies you're going to need. First of all, don't take anything you don't want to carry. If it's not necessary, don't take it with you. It will just slow you down, might get you killed. Sorry, young lady, but you're going to have to take off that pretty metal armour. Okay. If you get moisture in those joints, you're just going to find yourself in a cold, metal, icy tomb. It's not good. You're going to need ice axes. You're going to need harnesses. You're going to need a special types of rope, not just your bog-standard climbing adventuring gear. You need proper rope for this. You're going to need decent shoes because you're going to get fucking cold. Warm weather gear. You're going to need all that stuff. I've got a sending stone in case we get stuck. And I will give you some very basic training over the next day where you get your stuff. Do you think you'll be honest to get that by, say, five o'clock tonight? Give you your first set of lessons? Yeah. I think that should be doable. All right, since you've got to get up there and get whatever it is you want to do for God, I want to take off tomorrow morning. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go say a very fond farewell to my lady. 
She will be, no doubt, ecstatic at my absence. I will see you folks a bit later. He stands up and bows very deeply. Your Highness puts a fist over his heart. And then he leaves. I had roll 20 going off. <laughs> oh no, that was me uh, rolling for my the, the Ring of Invisibility. It did not recharge. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Also, I did roll um, for uh, a short rest just to get some some hit 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 die. Yep, that's that's totally fine. Um so uh <laughs> Rina looks a little baffled and turns and looks at the three of you, looks at Ral. It's like, are you really sure you're gonna be up doing this? Uh, I don't have a choice. Do you do? You don't have to come up. You could stay here. <laughs> and do what? I don't I don't know, but listen, it's obviously it's a lot of me to ask either of you to climb a mountain that is very dangerous and especially in the amount of time we need to climb it, apparently. Incredibly more dangerous. It's a lot for me to ask you guys to do that. So if you don't want to come and you want to stay here and rest, I would not blame you. Even a little bit. Don't forget, we're not doing this just for your magic. We need to save Squash as well. Wait, what? How does that? How does the mountain figure into that? I forget. <laughs> Is that in character or out of character? I'm just gonna say in character because I forgot, and I definitely don't think that okay. Zoltana remembers. Demi said that if we bring something to her that is of that area, as far as I understand it, there's a chance she may be able to return there so that we can try to get Squash back. Right. Well, I mean, I can grab something anyway. Like, again, you guys don't have to come. I'm I'm saying this mostly because I don't want Raul to feel like he doesn't have a choice. I can help. Um, I'm going to say that um, Demi has given you something of squashes, um, which she could teleport to if you get it up there. Okay. So she can use the thinness of the uh, stability of the wall between the planes up there to help pull him through. Um, you guys also do have other ways of getting there. Your sword can teleport you from plane to plane as well. Um, it would be most effective up there because that's where the planes are thinnest. Um, so yeah, you you have a variety of options. Gotcha. Um, the thing that she has given you is the very like smart shirt that um, Squash was wearing that was given to him by Gilles to make him look more refined and more like he you know belonged at the GDC. Um, it's just a cute little shirt that she thought was cute anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. Well. I've been working on your pickaxes. I figured as much you going up there. I'll get you those sorted out. I'll get you crampons sorted out. I've got rope. You've got to find the weather gear. Oh, I've got nothing like that around. I'll take care of your armor. Okay. Um, is there any way you could like send um somebody out to get the rest of the stuff for us so the rest so that we can get some rest before we head up? I don't think climbing on a night of no sleep is the smartest thing in the world. Well, he's going to take you tomorrow morning so you can sleep this evening if you need be. Uh, 
Okay, it's, yeah, that makes more sense. It m- might be better if we did send a messenger regardless. It's not going to be easy to find those kind of clothes for me. And Raw gestures at his legs that don't make any sense for your clothes and his tail that doesn't make any sense for your clothes and his feet. Which don't make any sense for your shoes. That don't make any sense for your shoes. She, uh, but you do have the claws, which are super helpful in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Which don't make any sense for your gloves. Um, she gestures for one of the guards to come over and they come over and, and salute her hand over fist. And she says, fetch, uh, oh, I'm going to go to the patron list. Fetch Peyton. Have them come here immediately and bring all their supplies. Tell them we've got a unique case that needs to be done very, very, very quickly. Off you go. Um, you see them bow and off they go. I've sent for one of me. I sent for one of the tailors. Best, best in the business we've got here. She'll be here shortly. She'll get you measured up. Um, Thank you. I'm sorry. Not a problem. No problem. If you're here to save the waltz, the least we can do. Let's just say, I don't know, you owe me one. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so for you two, uh, just give your measurements to the one of the guards and I'll get them to run out and get the things you need. Um, all right. There's a few things I'm going to need. Give him a list. If it's reasonable, I'll let him go get it. If it's not, you can go out and get it yourself. I'll, I'll give you a guy the the measurements um i'm actually gonna go out for a bit are you sure that's safe yeah maybe do you, I, I don't know but i need do you, i i i can't leave here without if you get kidnapped you can't go to the top of the mountain i don't think i'm gonna get kidnapped <laughs> if you're shiv do you also can't go to the top of the mountain well if Either of those things happen, uh, then you guys don't even really need to. Well, I guess you still need to go because of the demi thing, but you could just give that to that guy instead. And then you don't even have to go to the top of the mountain. So at the end of the day, if I die out there, that saves you guys a mountain trip. So you're welcome. And then she walks out of the room. (laughs) I remember when I had pages that would get beaten for not bowing to walk out. Play me. Rude. <laughs> I didn't think it would occur to Sultana to bow. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you're too used to being around royalty who don't care. Like balance. <laughs> but also because when she grew up here, there was very definitely the double ones aren't very respectful of Rowena's of course, authority yeah, yeah. Of in course, the first yeah. place. Uh, okay. Um... I don't know how I'm going to not melt the clothes once they make them. <laughs> You'd probably have um, to wear your sweater over the clothes and then have the cloak over the pants. <laughs> so you're going to be like, you're going to be like, what's it? The, the kid in, uh, what is it? A Christmas story where his mom bundles him up and all this shit and he tries to walk out and he's like fucking <laughs> like, like his arms are too padded. He can't put his arms down uh-huh. properly. Yeah. And he just yeah. falls face um, forward and can't get up. Um, you see this, uh, like uh, maybe half hour or so later, you see this um, half dwarf, half elf woman 
Uh, enter. She's surrounded by assistants, um, bundles of cloth, thick weather clothing. She's clearly been briefed. Um, she takes one look at you, takes half a step back, and she says, hmm, wait, okay. Unusual, a bit of a challenge. I will take it. Challenge, okay. You are cold weather. Okay, let's protect you from the cold weather. Please, um, stand upon the table. I'm sure Queen Rowena won't mind. Um, and she takes your measurements. Um, she begins to hold up pieces of cloth. Her assistants hold it up. And probably within about half an hour of you standing exceptionally still, you have like this very thin cloth um, bodysuit. Um, and she's like put markings down where she wants to like put seams and where she wants to put like uh, buttons and toggles and stuff. And um, she basically goes off on one and she's like, you're going to look, what uh, what color? If you were to pick a color, any color. Yellow. Gold. Yellow. Uh, gold. Maybe a little bit uh, ostentatious, but I can give it a go. I think it would work. <laughs> All right. Let us, uh, let us whack a bit of my magic, shall we? Um, you see her off to one side. She takes all this off. She's like, you can go. I have your measurements. Off you go. You will be the warmest dragonborn in all of Discord. You also may be the only dragon in Discord. But <laughs> who knows? Thank you. I You're will, most uh, I'll try not to melt it. <laughs> ah, mel- melt it. That seems a uh, a bit of a problem. Please, uh, what do you mean? He like gestures to his clothes that he has. These are the only ones that don't melt that I ha- have had. And then he she, like does like a finger <laughs> in his mouth. And plays with the she walks over and, and she she grabs the cloth and she starts feeling it. She runs her fingers over like the kind of like uh, the kind of almost pattern on the very front of it. And she's like, mm, yes, a very excellent thread, wonderful weave. Hmm, good thread and very, very warm. Hmm. Oh, also magic. Ah, there's magic on this. Ah, I might be able to replicate some of that, but uh, not enough, I'm afraid. You will have to wear your hoodie over the top of it, but I will do what I can for the trousers and uh, I will work it into the suit. Okay, I have these is the pants. They don't melt either. (laughs) Oh, darling, your pants are atrocious. They are not pants. They are just some bizarre cloak. You can take that off and put on your shoulders like a normal cloak. Please, I want, I'll tell you what, I will make you a pair of trousers that fit over your tail and I can't have you walking around like an absolute travesty. No way. (laughs) Not once Peyton is done with you. No way. I can only imagine that Balance and Rowena are are hanging back and both dying. Uh, Dying. Rowena is at the forge. Like she, she can't, she's, she's busy making your Okay, Balance is in the back dying then. Um, <laughs> He's trying to stifle his laughter. Right. I apparently only have until uh, closing time today. Off you go. I can't afford to pay all of my assistants <laughs> in this time. Off you go. Um, yeah, she, Peyton, and her assistants, a bunch of younger dwarves and an elf, um, work very hard on sewing and putting together various pieces of your suits, uh, bearing in mind that you will have to be wearing your hoodie to not melt your clothing um, and bearing in mind that you will have the cloak around on top of that so she's working on a ostentatious bright yellow possibly gold it looks so fancy first clothes ever since I was a child (laughs) and melted them all off forever and then could never wear clothes again (laughs) (laughs) okay um, 
balance, what was on your to buy list? Um, so obviously I need uh, my own winter weather gear. Check. The clothes. You'll get those. Um, balance had an idea. <clears throat> he wants to get a, um, I guess like a collapsible. What's the word? Not a not a tourniquet. Uh, what the fuck is it called? It's the two sticks with the cloth between where you can like lay out a body essentially and carry it. Uh, okay. Is that no, a turn? No, a I thought a tourniquet no. was like the. Um, You're right. Yeah, that's not the thing. No, I what the, the hell is it called? Um, it's like um, a, a portable stretcher. It's, yeah, it's like stretcher. a yeah, a stretcher. Actually, yeah. what it is called. Yeah, you, you want a stretcher? Can I ask why? He wants to get like a, a collapsible one that he can store away. Because in his mind, he's thinking if for some reason Raw passes out and we can't <laughs> rouse him. It's oh, a you, lot safer yeah. and a lot easier for him and Zoltana to be able to carry him that way than it would be trying to, like, fireman carry him sort of thing. Uh, okay. Um, if you speak to Rowena, she will be able to build something real quick. Um, like, that's a blacksmith's real quick thing. Just um, two poles that collapse down. You put some, like, material over with a tie and knot. Like, they, she could do that very quickly. Okay. Um, I, I will request okay. that. Yeah, um, next on the list. And next on the list, and this is probably a little bit more expensive, um, uh, and Balance will put forward that he will pay for it, is uh, if there is a recommended royal magic shop, uh, he would like to see if he can acquire perhaps a bag of holding um, or if there is anything else available that may be of significant use. If he needs to be escorted to the shop, he's fine with that, but he would like to... Okay, uh, I will. I would. Yeah, I will do that, and then we'll get onto Sultana's thing. Because I think the talk of this a bit more fancy bag. The talk of this being a dangerous trip is concerning him. So he's like, you know, we've got some money available. Maybe we should see about investing in our lives. Magic crazy bag. Possibly magic crazy bag, just not the one that'll bite your fucking arm off. Uh, sorry, one more thing, V, to add to the shopping list. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Balance also wants a medicine kit. Because I that, yeah, that would just cost you whatever a standard medicine kit cost is. Yeah, I'll buy one of those. Uh, because that's fine. Uh, it probably should be useful. Healing um, healing kit, I think it's yeah. Healer's kit is five GP. Okay, so I'm gonna buy one of those for five GP. Yep, absolutely. You can buy one of those. Uh, I would highly recommend buying at least, uh, you know, a couple of uh, healing potions if you have money to spare. Um, uh, we'll see after this magic item shopping. Sure. Um, you get escorted to um, what looks like... Can I go? Someone has... You can go with. Absolutely fine. Am I done being um, costumed? Uh, she's she's making it. It'll be ready for you about five o'clock. Um, okay. Because I rested guys... earlier, I don't have much to do. You, know. <laughs> you guys get escorted to a shop. The name is very familiar. It looks like it might be a franchise shop <laughs> of some guy named Carson. Um, yeah, that's that's what you that's what you come across. Um, there is um, a young dwarf in charge. A young dwarf male um, has a couple of uh, eyebrow piercings and a. Uh, and, you know, you're just wearing a very, like, thin, um, thin uh, black robe. And they see you come in. They throw their arms open. They're like, welcome to Cousins. 
Is this the same person that we saw? No. Okay. No, it's oh, not. Babe. I would love it to be, but no, it is not. Because <laughs> I don't remember what he sounded like. I was like to keep wearing a Hawaiian shirt that, and beach that, shorts. <laughs> it was pretty close. Welcome to Cousins. How can I help you, my most esteemed customers? Um. Yes, hello. Uh, <laughs> definitely having my leadership focus on. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be going on a bit of a journey, and uh, we're looking to see if there's anything here that might be of particular use to us. Of course, we have bags, we have cloaks, we have shoes, we have armor. You name it, Carson's may have it. Hmm. Well, what are your your favorites? My personal favorites? Um... My personal favorite is the belt of protection. Not only does it look fantastic, but it protects you against the elements. Whatever element you wish, you just turn the buckle and boom, you are protected. That sounds amazing. Yes, and if you're going on a voyage, uh, it could be very useful. What's the price label on that? That is approximately 600 gold. All right. What else is your top recommendations? Uh, are you looking for rings? Are you looking for shoes? Are you looking for uh, beach gear? What are you looking? What is your fancy? Do you have anything? Do you have anything warm? Anything warm? Yes, we have a we have a we have a tinder box. Uh, bright, maybe I can't see in the dark. You cannot see in the dark. I have just the thing for you. Um, runs off to in the back. Um, and they come back with uh, this kind of like really big, chunky looking gold and um, uh, a gold set with uh, onyx. Um, but it's run through with like a white, uh, like a, a white vein of something else in it. And uh, it's in a in a little display box on a little blue velvet cushion. Um, it's a pretty big, chunky ring. It says, this, this allows you to see in the dark. Hmm. But I cannot fudge for it because I can already see in the dark, my friend. Hmm. Can he try it on? Of course. I can even dim the lights. And with that, the lights go out. <laughs> Um, Raoul, you feel this ring being slipped onto your finger. Um, he claps again and the lights come back. I was like, he does have to be attuned to it. <laughs> well, that doesn't help at all then. I can vouch for... I am pretty sure it will work. Sure I tell you what, works. if you buy it and it doesn't work within an hour, you can bring it back for a full <laughs> refund. You said because I am okay. such a good person. No questions asked. Okay, and how? You said something about the Tinder box. Also, <laughs> <laughs> how much is it? Uh, the, the ring. ring yeah. The ring is twelve hundred gold. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Balance in in Raul's head just goes. No, no, I don't have that. I don't have that, Raul. <laughs> okay, interesting. Definitely um, don't have that. <laughs> Not that close. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> uh, you're not interested. I am very sorry, my friend. We'll keep an eye on it. 
<laughs> not a problem, not a problem. So the Tinderbox. Right, <laughs> yes, the Tinderbox. The Tinderbox allows the user to cast bonfire and it also actu- also functions as a light for four hours a day. Hmm. If you are not interested in this, I have a lantern. It creates a light of 60 feet, but it can only be seen by the wielder of the lamp. How much for that one? That is a simple 400 gold. 100 gold an hour, it pays itself back very quickly. Also cannot be seen if wandering around in the dark. But Hmm. you can see as if it is daylight. Daylight, my friends. And I assume you have uh, bags of holding? Of course, a simple affair. And the price on those? They are uh, 650 gold a piece. But they are, of course, the innards protected by the beings on the stocking. No one will steal from these. Oh, I know. This is a stocking friend. The specters. How that it's double protected? Yeah, my specter. So, of all these interesting things I can offer you, are you uh, perhaps willing to make a deal? Because I, not Carson, am willing to make a deal. <laughs> hmm. Would you be willing to uh, perhaps uh, barter in terms of items that could be traded? Uh, it depends on what you are willing to bargain, my friend. Well, uh, if you were to, and Balance is going to switch to his aura focus. Uh, he's going to pull out the Ring of Invisibility. Okay. If you were to appraise this, how much do you think this would be worth? Um, they take it and uh, <laughs> 10 minutes later, they've cast Identify. <laughs> like, ah, the Ring of Invisibility. This will be exceptionally useful. I forgot about that. Hmm. I haven't. That it just hasn't fucking st- recharged at all. Uh, it is currently empty, but uh, <laughs> I've had medium ways. Um, hmm. I could perhaps offer you 400 gold for this, perhaps. All right. Uh, so Balance is going to put that down on the, the counter. All right, we're going to keep that on the table for now. And then the other thing, I'm not sure if this is something that could be of use, but perhaps. Uh, I was going to give it to somebody, but they're far away right now. Um, and Balance is going to pull out the vial of the uh, the bl- the blood goo from Savras, from uh-huh. Dranath. Okay. I'm not All sure right. what this is. I'm not sure what it does, but it was obtained from a very peculiar place. Uh, they reach out and take it and they cast Identify. Um, and as they hit the end of the spell, you just see there's basically like a whoosh of air coming from the vial where he has cast Identify and it like blows your hair back and if you're wearing any clothes, it like blows them back so they ripple. All the lights go out in the shop um, only to spring up again maybe a few seconds later and they're like, Uh, oh, this is very potent. You can ask for anything and you may have it here. I will give you a bag of holding for uh, the, the, the ring on the table. Let's say you have access to anything here that you wish that I have mentioned previously. The the, the belt, the lantern. This is, uh, yes. Well, what is it? This is very, this is residue of a god. Oh. 
This is very potent magic in here. I could make a great many, uh, uh a great many items at a very high, very high power level. I don't like the look on your face. What are you thinking, sir? I'm thinking for something like that. I think high value items should be placed on the table for a bargain such as that, then. Well, what do you wish to be put on the table? Hmm. What have you got? Well, there's the aforementioned ring. I could put the ring and the, uh, the belt on the table. I want to get a read on this guy. Is he try- sure. How hard is he trying to lowball me right now? Like, is this thing like <laughs> that fucking valuable that like I could take the store and he take would- a take an insight check? Take an insight check. Nineteen. He, it's it, it, you probably could eke another kind of like something about the same level as the bag of holding out on top of this. Like he's holding back a fair bit, but he does need to make money on this also. Okay. Um, yeah, he's holding back something like you could maybe squeeze another low, low level, low cost item out of him. And what could this be used for, actually? The blood, the residue you're talking about. Yeah, um, he yes. could use it to imbue more magic items. Yeah, whereas previously you could store only level three spells in a ring. Think level five. Ah. Uh. Think exceptionally powerful magic. I am not talking power word kill or finger of death, but I am talking something up there. This can be used to imbue that. It could be used to do things like, well, there are magical rings of alter self, which are exceptionally difficult to tell and almost perfect, almost indistinguishable when using detect magic. I could perhaps create one of these and then there'll be four of them in the world. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We, we, we knew how many of those there were. <laughs> yeah. How many of what were? Oh, the altar self rings. rings. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the ring that Demi was freaking out about. He could just yeah. make another one of those with this. Yeah. And then there would be only like, you know, still under a handful in the world. Yep. Well, all right. So what's about... Do you have a set of glamoured studded leather? Studded leather? Glamour, of course. What kind of uh, shop do you take this for? I had to ask. All right, then, let's put you this wish on to the have table, some... then. Of course. Um, I will put on the table, I will put on this glamoured armour of leather, studded, which you speak of. Um, I put on this ring that uh, allows the user to see in the dark, as if they uh, dark vision. The belt And in I the also bag. put on the belt... Yes, the belt in the bag. I put these on the table for this. And the ring of invisibility, of course. Can I get a read? Do I think, does this seem like a good deal? You you don't need a read, yes, uh, from your previous insight. Yeah, this is probably a really fair deal. Um, he's still going to make a bit of money. You're still getting a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fair deal. Is the ring better than the lantern? The answer to that was yes, right? Uh, it depends on... <sighs> oh, yeah, because we really don't need both. Yeah, you really don't need both. Um, well, he didn't so, yeah, put like the lantern dark vision in there. Went out no, he is. He's putting lantern on the table. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Well, it seems to me like the lantern and the ring would be kind of an overlap, but I think the ring would be a better How use. How about... <laughs> I will put this on the table. If you're planning on saving Squash, Squash can't see in the dark either. 
That's true. Eh. So it wouldn't necessarily be wasted. Okay, listen, we're saving his life. Uh, he's. I'm not giving him gifts for, uh, after saving his life. He can have his life and be happy at that. <laughs> he thinks he's dead, and he keeps telling me he's dead, so he's very angry at me Then about he can it. be happy when we give him his life dead, back. V. You killed him. So dead. no, he doesn't need the lantern. All right, hold on. Okay. There's, right. there's got to be something else to put on the table here. Oh my gosh. Do you have anything that can communicate to the stalking plane? No, but I have sending stones. Hmm. Not necessary. <laughs> yes, your telepathy only works so far. That's true. And they can't respond. It's also true. How do you know that? Stop knowing my things. Hmm. Do you have like really strong antacids or something? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, never mind. Not, not that. I can give you a potion that will make you resistant to acid. Ooh. What's the value of the, the lantern? Uh, it's about three, four hundred gold. Hmm. How about we take the lantern off the table and instead replace its worth in healing potions? Uh, what level healing potions? I think the basic ones would be acceptable. The uh, One might call them 2d4 plus 2s. I believe they're worth 50 GP each, roughly, so it should be, I don't know, the eight of them then? Six. Six. <laughs> then uh, I'd say eight. I'd say, uh, I'd say seven. Seven. I think that is fair. Seven. Uh, yes, I can do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he puts his hand out. That seems like a deal to me. Yeah, okay, deal. Yep. Okay. Uh, you have a belt of plus one uh, protection, and it's also the resistance thing that you turn. So you can um, set it to resist a certain type of damage. Yeah, all, all the elemental damage. Um, so it won't protect you from things like radiant or necrotic or psychic damage, but it will protect you from the elemental stuff like uh, poison and cold and fire and light. And, and acid? <laughs> yes. Strap it and unroll. Strap it and unroll. <laughs> um, okay. So, yes, you have a belt that gives plus one protection and does the resistance thing, but you have to turn it and you can only do that once a day. Um, you have the ring that allows you to see in the dark. You have How far is the dark one vision? bag of holding, uh, 60 feet. Same as any other dark vision character, 60 feet. Ring of dark vision, 60 feet. We have um, seven one bag of holding. healing potions. Bag yep, and of seven of your holding and glam armor. Yes, and your glam armor. You happy now? I told you I've been wanting glamour studded leather armor since episode one. Now, I think we've only had three shopping episodes. Please, for the love of God, do not make me do another one. <laughs> B, I want to. I go hate cousin. No, no, please don't. Well, we don't need to go shopping. Me. Well, we have all the groceries. Me. I want to get Bro. snacks for Tio. I want to go to a <sighs> farmer's market. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Ral, you can go to a farmer's market with uh, Chris Pinto lookalike 
and just nice new belt, um, all the good shits with your new ring on, whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, you can meander around and do the whole thing. You get these beautiful little artisanal crackers um, that are like slightly bigger than bite size um, and they come in two flavors. Uh, mm. They come in uh, vanilla and uh, no, they come in like cinnamon apple taste and yeah. the he other one is like me. lamb. Yeah. Yeah. The other one is like lamb and it's super good. You you find those. Whatever he wants. Yes. That's, that's what he picks. He picks uh, dinner and dessert in cracker form. Um, Wonderful. Okay. (laughs) I have to step away. I can't do shopping anymore. Please don't make me. (laughs) You guys are causing Melinda so much pain. I'm, you're making me so happy though. Uh, Okay. Sultana, where are you going? What is the name of that bar that uh, I think we said in like my background back backstory episode was like the big bar for the double ones? Oh blimey! Uh, I honestly don't remember. Um, I'm not 100. I would have put it in my notes either. I tell you what. Um, as you head towards the bar that you would know, um, as you kind of head towards there, you realize the bar is shut down. Um, it's boarded up windows, uh, looks like a fairly recent break-in. Um, it's been gutted and there is a lot of smoke and fire damage. Um, wandering around a little further, um, a bar just down the, a little way from here. It's a very small looking, dingy looking pub. Um, there is a picture of a tankard on it, um, but it has, uh, but it's it's cracked and partially broken, and it's called the broken tankard. Um, you see a couple of your old cohorts in there, just from kind of passing. So if you're looking for the pub, this will be the closest thing to it these days. This I'm is gonna... only because I completely forgot what the name of the pub would be called. So that's okay. I'm not 100 percent sure there was a pub, but I do feel like in like the first episode, <laughs> when we did the backstory like episode, there was a pub. One. Yeah, I, I believe there was. Um, but yeah, we'll call this one the Broken Tankard. Okay. Uh, Sultana's going to walk in there and go up to the bartender and order a drink. She pours you an ale. Um, she slides the change across to you and then she rushes off to deal with someone else. It's fairly... The atmosphere is fairly dingy. Um, it smells a lot like um, ale has been poured all over the floor. Um, if if mold could grow in here and did grow in here, which it probably does, it's like clearly living on the alcohol. Um, there is a, you looking around. You notice there are exclusively only dwarves or half dwarves here. Um, there are no elves. There are no other races around. Um, there is an old dwarf um, sitting at a somewhat broken piano in the corner, playing it somewhat out of tune, uh, but it's as best as he can get it. Um, there are a lot of broken chairs, mismatched furniture, the such like. Um, it's a dive. It's a dive bar. So that means he's playing Piano Man, right? Clearly, clearly. <laughs> Every dive bar so, I've been to, it's always fucking Piano <laughs> Man. Um, so what are you looking for here? Well... Uh, I guess I was going to look for people that I recognized and you said that I saw a couple people that I kind of recognized. So Yeah. Um, you recognize uh, the young lad that you uh, apprehended, um, the one that tried to uh, <laughs> do you in or follow you. Um, you see them sitting down. They're somewhat ah. older now. They've grown their beard out somewhat. Um, they have long, scraggly hair. Um, 
And they've got pretty big muscles now these days, however. Oh, shit. That dude, what's and his name? Uh, <laughs> he may have a different name. <laughs> that doesn't bother me. Gained himself a nickname. You hear one of uh, one of his companions uh, call him Broken Dagger. Okay, definitely not calling him that. Uh, but I will <laughs> walk up to him. Call him Broken Dick. <laughs> and be like, "Yo, Pat!" Like. Kind of slam down, like slam my drink back, slam the thing down on the table and sit down next to him. Uh, he looks at you, kind of scoots back a little bit and says, what do you want? You remember me? <sighs> Banged a lot of bras in my time. Don't no, remember you that's, mm, no, not that one. Uh, you tried to murder me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, no, you're not my ex-wife. No, uh, concerning. No, Dravos's ex-girlfriend, Zoltana. Uh, you see his eyes go wide. He's like, oh, oh, you're that, you're that, uh, that, uh, that, that Zoltana. Yeah, you know, right. Valentina's daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Do you want a want a want a drink? I would love a drink, but you know what I'd like more is to see my mom. He drinks, and as he does, I need you to roll a persuasion check oh or boy. an intimidation check, whichever you wish. I'm gonna do intimidation because I have plus seven, so I feel like that's probably <laughs> a better decision. And also, I have to take advantage off because it's still on. Hold on, eleven. <laughs> so. Not ideal. Uh, he waves his hand in the air. He's like, uh, oh, I'll have a, another, another two here. And he kind of like looks at you and he says, oh, I can't. Oh, I don't know where she is. Can't tell you. No idea. Who would know where she is? Look, I get it. I haven't been in the, in the fold for a long time. You probably don't trust me. And that's good instincts. Nece- don't shouldn't necessarily trust me. However, this is my mom. I haven't seen her in a hundred years. I'm not going to turn her into the feds or anything like that. I just want to see her. I can talk to some people. Get well, a message. I'm only in town for like today. Some tiny time my hands to give her. Look. Dickwad. Oh, I feel that's a bit uncalled <laughs> You You tried to murder me. That's the only reason I know you. Look, so, Sultana, I was just a, just a kid. He's, I didn't know any better. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like you've improved much. You just said that you tried to murder your ex-wife. Oh, no, I have improved. And he, he, he kind of like flexes his muscles and damn... <laughs> <laughs> Zoltana is too gay for this. Um, <laughs> wow. I think this may be the best sentence. <laughs> I, great job on 
working out and she flexes her own muscle back. Are you having a flex off? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, roll a straight uh, straight strength check. Fuck it. Let's do it. I don't feel confident in this because roll 20 has hated me all day. Yep. If this is the one you get an extra 20 on, so oh my god. (laughs) No, I got a nine because roll 20 has hated me all fucking night. I don't know what I did to roll 20. It might be that uh, your 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 chainmail, your 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 armor is kind of like stopping you. It may have been that you were just in jail for a very long time. Um, it may be that you're just bloody tired. Um, his his muscles are just ridiculous. You see, he was holding back before, and seeing your muscles, he just flexed in that little bit more, and you're just like, damn, <laughs> unbelievable. Because I literally spent all my time in jail working out. We established that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yet somehow this kid uh, may be intimidated by you. Uh, who knows? Um, he should be. I also have a look, very, very large sword on my back. That is true. Um, I'm going to do my very typical intimidation tactic of starting to pick my nails with one of my hand axes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not going to work. Sultana, I, I, <laughs> I can get a message, but whether... Uh, whether she'll meet with you or uh, even if she's in town, I, I don't know. Okay. Where do you want her to meet you? What time is it right now? Uh, Probably, let's say midday. Fuck it. <sighs> yeah, actually, you left fairly shortly after you had the meeting with your guide who nobody got his name of. Um you probably would have been at 10, maybe 10 or 11. Fairly 10 early. 10 or 11 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. Tell her I'm in town. I'd like to see her. And we can meet back by the old homestead. Unless you think there's people watching. Do you think there's people watching it? Probably is, but if if Miss... Valentina Thunderheart doesn't want the, co- the the guards to be there. They won't be there. Wow. Shit's really changed around here. <laughs> yeah, your mum is a hell of a woman. <laughs> uh, she never looked twice at a kid like me. Drinks his beer. Uh, please. I've had a, a rough last... <laughs> several hours I don't need you talking about how much you want to bang my mom in front of me I might have to cut off I might have to cut off a vital part of your body if you keep doing that <laughs> whoa 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 so I feel that's uh, uncool for um uh, you leave you leave me and my precious part of my body alone thank you very much I enjoy that a lot um <laughs> He, he picks up Still his beer it. and uh, <laughs> very intimidating. You're cleaning your nails with your axe, like I will cut your dick off. Um, he he makes his way over to the bar and you see him conversing with a couple of people. Um, a few moments later, you see someone rush off. Um, roll forward a few hours. Um, I assume you're probably near the homestead. Yeah, I think that she's uh, standing in front of the home she grew up at, grew up in, kind of reminiscing about like good times specifically more with her dad than her mom of course i don't think she's Um, ever had a good relationship with her mom now i have to apologize for every word that's about to come out of my mouth (laughs) yeah (laughs) and more importantly in the accent it's not gonna be in (laughs) 
that's I we've we've established at this point very long ago that you can't do the Zoltana accent, and I've accepted that. Yes. Um, also, more accurate this why your mum said very little last time you spoke to her. <laughs> I will be honest about that. <laughs> Just as a fair thing, I also can't do the Zoltana accent, which is why I have to yell eh, like twenty times to get into it. I fucked myself into a corner when I started with that. <laughs> You're walking around outside, perhaps you may sit down for a moment, whatever. At some point you feel, uh, roll a perception check. 11. I have not rolled higher than, I think, an 11 this entire day. Blimey. You you feel someone tap you on the shoulder. Uh... Zoltana kind of like she's got her hand axes like at her side and she kind of like puts a hand on one and like slowly turns. She's assuming it's her mom, but just in case. Yeah. Um, your mom is standing in front of you. She has a scar down one side of her face. It's only a very small one. Um, kind of like an upside down Y just on one cheek. You can see her hair is pulled back into a very tight bun. She has aged significantly. She has now very dark grey hair with some streaks of white all over it. Um, You can see that her eyes are beginning to mist over with age and blindness. Um, You can see that off in the distance there are at least two bodyguards that you're aware of standing some little distance off. Well, I'm not going to kill you. You didn't have to bring guards. You're not the one who's probably going to kill me. There are other people. How about we walk and talk? Okay. She puts an arm through yours. Um, probably the most motherly effect she's shown you in hundreds of years. Um, and you guys begin to walk towards where the waterfall is. You notice as you're walking along, there's no one. The paths you're taking are completely empty. So, what are you doing back here? You know, religious crap. When I heard you got married, became a paladin of tear. Blimey, I did not expect my daughter to become that. No, I know. I was supposed to become like Travis's little wife and stay at home and not do any real stuff for the double ones, which is why I'm so very confused as to all of this. She keeps walking. She takes you to the place where you had the ceremony for your father. And she says, when I lost Taryn, my world changed. I was in a very dark and angry place. You were not the daughter I'd wanted. Saying that, you've become something good. You did become something good. I heard kept taps on tears of regulars. Your old man would have wanted it. Your father would have been proud of you. 
why you want to run around with a big sword on you, grow your beard out, wear your armor. I don't know. There is a way easier way of living. That's all I ever wanted for you. But you chose death and murder. I guess I didn't really know how to handle that. Ironically, you've also chosen death and murder. So I guess that makes you kind of a hypocrite, Mom. <laughs> yeah. I, um... When I lost my second husband, I got to see all the things the Double Ones did. He brought it home a lot more than your father ever did, but then he is way higher. He was in charge of the Double Ones. I was the perfect trophy wife. I heard everything and said nothing. I was safe. And then he died. And then I almost died. And I decided I wasn't going to put up with that shit anymore. That these idiots, these guys running around thinking they know how to run things. Nah, fuck that. I know how to run things. I know how to keep secrets. I know how to make things work. I remember growing up in the streets. I decided that day, screw it. If my daughter is going to be defiant, it becomes something good. My husband is going to die at the hands of people that he trusted. Screw it. I will use this little group of idiots. And I will turn them into something to be feared, respected. And that's what I did. I'm kind of proud of you. And I don't know how to feel about that. Are you... And she kind of looks you up and down. She kind of holds you at arm's length. She's like, well, you still have a beard. You're still wearing armor. You're still carrying a sword. I just want to know if you're here to pick up where we left off, maybe stat again. I, or I whether have you're still dedicated to this God stuff. And she kind of gestures at the entirety of you. Well, uh, on one hand, I completely honestly, I've lost faith in my God. So actually not really dedicated to, she does quote fingers, that God stuff right now. Um, but I'm not here to come back to, into the fold. I, I'm here to do one last favor for the God I believed in and I have something I have to do on a bigger level this I'm, I'm sure you've noticed there's an apocalypse happening I noticed well, I got my boys I got my girls I got my everything in between they're working to help people out yeah I was wondering about that because I'd heard Travis was in charge, and I couldn't imagine him caring enough about anything to help. Honey, I threw his ass out the moment I found he killed your father. The moment you found out he killed my father was the moment I left. So, I told you. I didn't believe you. I know. 
That's my bad. Surprisingly difficult to kill, motherfucker. I know. I just tried. Uh, I'm going to, when I find him, I'm going to murder him. She nods. You make sure you twist that blade. Oh, I will. He has a lot to answer for. I don't I'm gonna care make it slow, and I'm gonna make it painful. I'll take that. Your father deserved nothing better. Best. You kill him slow. He's not. He's gonna be begging for mercy, and I can't imagine my friends are gonna be comfortable with that. But it's what I need to do. But more importantly, it's I have to deal with this apocalypse shit. I somehow am helping save the world. Um, she raises an eyebrow. She's like, so you're still like good and stuff. Yeah. I think Upstanding I might, citizen. I think I might be better than I've ever been. You see her shake her head. Well, I guess it's your path. The double wands will never be a home for you. Zoltana reaches over and exposes where her acid burned tattoo and says, No, I know that. She lifts the corner of one of, of her shirt and you can see that she has had it tattooed there, which she'd never had before. I guess we switched roles, huh? Well, I guess. But from what I hear, it's more like like mother, like daughter. Your dad did say I had a mean right hook. I never believed him when he said that. The power of being underestimated, I guess. That's the women's way, right? We keep him guessing. It's our biggest strength. I'm, uh... Did you really get married? I did. Her name was Odette. You would have hated her. She was... <laughs> she was an elf. I bet she was... leggy and blonde, right? <laughs> yeah. She pulls you into a hug, and very quietly, you may even miss it, she just says, I'm so sorry for your loss. I, uh, hug her back. She says, if you're going to be all good, you should go do that. I will. I'm uh, staying at the palace, but I I won't. I promise you. And she gives like her hand to her mom and she goes, I'm not going to turn you in. Because blood is thick. Yeah. All right. You better, better go back to the palace. Go save the world. Whatever it is you're doing. Okay. I'm going to do that. And listen, don't... I don't know. Just take care of yourself, okay? Um, and when it gets here... I know you guys are going to do the right thing. I'm going to make sure I do a lot of wrong things first, too, though. I wouldn't expect anything else, Mom. 
I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to be doing this from my forge. Um, hey, I'm Queen Rowena. It's nice to meet you all and chat with you all and, and the such like. Um, want to say thank you for listening and checking in and all that good stuff. Um, have I really got to do the speech? Oh, fine. Well, you hear all the clanging of metal here in the forge. Um, well, it requires money to keep that going. Uh, metal doesn't come cheap, even though with dwarves and the ability to work with it don't come cheap because it, it, it don't. Um, I've been at this for a very long time and I would know. Um, thank you all very much. And especially uh, to one of our newer patrons, Jeremy Lasher, and I really hope I'm saying that correctly. Um and we also got to say thank to Rogue for giving us the name of Peyton Drennan, which is, uh, well, you, you've met her, one of my, uh, one of the best tailors in town. And to uh, Duke Mudwater for the name of Braxton Tamer. Um, again, an interesting half dwarf you met. And uh, yeah, hopefully he'll get them up the mountainside. I mean, if you don't, then, you know. Oh, I'll put him to the torch but that's ah, not really nothing here nor there um, so yeah we want to say thank you to all of our patrons and if you want to support us and become a patron and probably put in names and help us out here and there that would be greatly appreciated um, yeah I guess that's it thanks contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.